You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 27th, episode 3146, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Hello. You have found Horses in the Morning on a Monday. You're in for an amazing horsey week of laughter, learning, and fun with Glenn and Jamie. So, Jamie, you know how there's a lot of news organizations in the horse world that do serious reporting and talk about serious stuff? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, we're not them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not us. That's not what we do. So today in the show, we're going to talk about racing with minis and also winky washing. So I mean, why not? That's the kind of quality entertainment that we bring you here on Horses in the Morning. You, you know, play that opener again because he talks about all the fun and learning you're going to do. <laughs> That's on Tuesday's show. Yeah, I don't, yeah you're not going to learn anything today, I don't think. But we have Chloe Phillips-Harris coming back with us. She was the one we talked to just a couple of weeks ago about all of her adventures riding yaks in Mongolia and the expeditions that she leads there. But she also does this really cool thing called Born to Run Adventure Racing. Now, again, this involves your two feet and r- running. Oh, so the human runs, too. Yeah, you know, the human runs alongside a mini. Instead, oh, Lord. Yeah, so uh, we're going to find out about that. Apparently, this is a big thing in New Zealand. So we're going to get her on to talk about that. Plus, Auditor, if you remember right, a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, we had a guest on who was doing a ride wine and winky wash at their farm in Maryland. Right. And we thought that was hilarious. And one of our auditors, because she heard that interview, thought she would take one for the team. Auditor (laughs) Melanie went out and did the ride wine and winky wash. And she's going to give us a report today because she did that over the weekend. Can't wait. I don't know much. I don't know many of the details. I just know that she did it. So uh, also, I think some listeners still have a question first world problems so oh yeah gonna, just a few just we're gonna get to those too and then jamie wants to vent in the post show well our th- <sighs> thoughts are with all of our friends in the south after this horrible weekend mississippi alabama arkansas and georgia they say as many as 50 tornadoes hit and they're still going on this morning i saw that uh, north carolina had a couple this morning so, and I know we have a lot of listeners in those states, and our thoughts and prayers are with all of you. Uh, you know, even Georgia got hit pretty bad I, around the Atlanta area, too. Yeah, I know my dad said he's here, but he was saying that the reports back home were just constant storms, and he gets his weather updates on his phone, just constantly going off. And I mean, I saw that one of them was 60 miles wide. Well, 60, Think about that. a mile wide, a 60 miles long. It's cr- that's it crazy. Whole towns were just gone. I mean, I mean, I think about what you know the destruction that happened here just you know a, a month ago with the tornado that went through, and you can see as you drive along the line 
I mean, it's just, there's a, there's a line. Just, I can't imagine 60 miles of that. Oh my gosh. I know. I, I, so our thought, we're hoping that you and your ponies and your critters are all okay. Um, and uh, we're wishing you the best. If there's anything we can do to help any of our listeners, please let us know. Well, we do have a show to do today. I wanted to start with some Daily Winnies. We have one auditor birthday, Michelle Bush. Happy birthday to you. Also, we didn't have any new auditors last week. So if you're thinking about becoming an auditor, go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the auditor banner. And for as little as $3 a month, you can join the auditor group who has such a great time. There must have been a 100 posts over the weekend in the auditor group on Facebook. Um, but we did have a couple of them that raised their pledge, and that was Donna and Joanne. Thank you to both of you for raising your pledge last week. We really appreciate that. Um, well, you know, speaking of all the posts on the Horse Radio Network Auditor's Facebook page, y'all got me excited about Road to the Horse. I ever, there was so much drama posted, and I, I, I've got to go back and read it. I was trying to read about it this morning, but no press releases have been uh, released since we started the show, so... Unfortunately, I didn't get to read a ton, but I did want to congratulate Mike Majors for winning the 2023 Road to the Horse. Congratulations. It was, uh, guess, some drama, some of spirited course. competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the final scores, I think, first place was, who did I say? Mike, Mike Majors? Majors, yep. Uh, they're not in order. They're just, I got to do math. Um, and then Cole Cameron, and then J.R. Robles, and then Guy McLean with the final scores. And I'll see Guy here in a couple of weeks at Equine Affair. Hey, I wanted to make an announcement here before we get on with our guests. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, that's Tuesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, in the Auditor Room and on the Horses in the Morning Facebook page, we're doing a Facebook Live Horse Lovers Cruise Preview. I have the travel agent that we're dealing with this year on the show with us, along with a rep from Royal Caribbean. So we do this every year to kind of announce the Horse Lovers Cruise and to answer a lot of the questions that we're getting from listeners. I think we have what did she say 10 cabins booked already so uh, we really haven't started pushing it yet so if you want to learn more about the cruise or if you're all interested tune into that we will also put out the audio on horses in the morning feed and also the auditor feed so if you can't watch it you can listen to it if you're interested in joining us next february on the cruise i mean there's so many ways that we can hang out with you guys you can come to the movement which is june 16th through the 18th at flags up farm check that out you can go to monteroberts.com to see more details you know, they're always, they always complain when we do things that I do that you don't do that you're not there. And then I, you say that when you do things that I'm not there, they complain about that, right? Well, Where's the, Glenn? Why isn't Glenn here? <laughs> the one time you can get together with both of us this year is at the movement. So at Monty Roberts' place in June, because we'll both be there. So, and what's funny is, and then the people are like, you're only doing stuff on the West Coast, where you're leaving out of the East Coast, Coast right, right, for your cruise. Yeah, I think between you and I, we have both coasts pretty much covered. <laughs> and I live in the middle, so you can just come visit. 
So that's uh, that's what's going on. We have a lot of things happening. Also, toward the end of the year, uh, keep your fingers crossed. There will be a radiothon this year. Hopefully, we can bring that back at Christmas time. So we're working on a lot of different projects as well. Now. We have to get to our first guest, but I wanted to mention the World Equestrian Center over the weekend. (laughs) The World Equestrian Center over the weekend apparently was packed. They had their final Grand Prix on Saturday night. People were reserving seats all day. Apparently, the place was mobbed. It was a $250,000 Grand Prix class, so yeah, they were going to win some money. And it was hopping over at the World Equestrian Center over the weekend. That's the last of the winter season now for as far as the jumpers and hunters are concerned. Who, who won the big money? Do you I don't know? No, I didn't look. Okay, There's so many jumper shows out there. And then also Hits here over the weekend had a big show. But I wanted to mention that there are still things going on at the World Equestrian Center. If you're getting, if you're driving through the area to head to Disney and you're on Route 75 or you're heading to Southern Florida for some reason, just hop off. It's 10 minutes off the highway. You can spend half a day there just going to the restaurants and all the stores that they have. There's a lot of those, a lot of shopping over there. And also they still have some events coming up, the Gypsy Live Spring Event Show showcases the magnificent beauty and talent of the gypsy horse that's happening on april 20th through the 23rd they have english western dressage liberty obstacles and carriage driving gypsies pretty much do everything uh along with having great hair and then the great florida bigfoot conference is april 22nd i didn't realize talking about this that we were going to start in the auditor room a bigfoot war apparently everybody thinks that their bigfoot in their state is the best bigfoot which I think is hilarious because we're talking about a mythical creature. Uh, I was going to say what? <laughs> yeah, there's a whole thread in the auditor room that we have Bigfoot in Ohio, we have Bigfoot in Oklahoma, we have Bigfoot on the West Coast, and we have Bigfoot in Florida. So there's this whole thing about whose Bigfoot is better. So... No, you don't. It's not real. <laughs> so... I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know enough to tell you if it's not real or if it is. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. We start the stupidest controversies on the show. <laughs> we really do. So if you're coming by Ocala, head over to the World Equestrian Center. You can find out all the details at worldequestriancenter.com. Please welcome to the show. She took one for the team, Auditor Melanie, who went to the Ride Wine and Winky Wash in Maryland. We're going to get a report, but Glenn, I've got to give you some context. So I know Melanie because she came to the movement last year. Hello, Melanie. Hi, guys. Hi, thank you uh, so much for being on and giving us this report. But before we start that, I was like, I know Melanie. And then I looked at your picture and I'm like, I know her. Like, I really know her. And um, you were the one at the movement last year who was uh, put into a police car. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't hear this story. My wife was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Your wife um, did not end up in the police car, um, fortunately. No, a uh, friend and I, we, we went to the movement and we went out to dinner the first night before the movement started and we could not get an Uber or a Lyft home. And we waited and we tried for like 45 minutes. And I finally said, okay, our hotel's like three miles away. We better start walking. And she was like, I mean, so while they were waiting, Glenn, <laughs> I think they just continued to drink. Yeah. Well, yeah, as one does. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do something to kill the time. Yeah. So then I was like, well, we could just hitchhike. So I started sticking my thumb out and we thought we had a ride. Oh, and wait a minute. Guy, you were hitchhiking like, in Solvang, California? Yeah. It was. Yes. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> 
And uh, and the guys, like some people in a car, turned around to come back for us. And then they just sped past us and kept on going. And we're like, what the heck? Like, jerks. Do we look that scary? You know, we're like two middle aged women, a little drunk, just need to ride to our hotel. <laughs> and the next thing you know, listeners. a cop car like pulls up with his lights on. And um, Solvang's finest gave us a, a ride home back to our hotel. <laughs> Did you get the third degree first? We probably gave him the third degree, honestly. Because <laughs> um, as I recall, he was in, he was hot. The, he was the cute. He's like hot. a young little cop, you know, just like a little baby cop. And <laughs> <laughs> and I was and he was like, "Would you ladies like a ride?" And I said, "Just to be clear, like, are we going to headquarters or are you talking about the ride to our hotel?" <laughs> Where are you taking us, boss man? Yeah, and he was like, to your hotel. And I was like, you swear to God. You swear to God you're taking us to our hotel. And he did. And, and it, nothing it was, more embarrassing than rolling up into the lobby in the back of a police car. <laughs> let me tell you. No, dude. I was at that moment, I realized we should be best friends. <laughs> this is a classic story I have never heard. This poor guy was probably sorry he picked up these two drunk horse girls. Oh my God. And my friend who was with me is like an attorney and she works for like the mayor in our town. So she, you know, she's kind of a big deal or whatever. And she's like, I've never been in a cop car before. Like, what is this for? And why is it like this? And what? And I'm like, can you just shut up? Just be cool, man. Be cool. He's giving us a ride. Just zip it. Yeah. And then I also believe you took selfies with him and showed several of us. And he was an adorable baby cop. Yeah, he was cute. Oh my god, that's a great story. I love that story. I don't know why I never heard that before. That makes going to ride wine and winky wash just like nothing. I mean, yeah, yeah. it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, when you it know does. Me. It does actually. <laughs> now, what farm was it at in Maryland? It was at Grove Point Stables in, mm-hmm. and I may butcher the name of the town, Earlville. I think is how oh, you say it. Oh, it's what? over on the eastern shore, in the middle it- of nowhere. And this is a, this is a, uh, I, I was curious at the order. Okay. You have a ride, you get to drink and the sheaths get cleaned. What came first? The riding, the riding oh, came first. Although we were drinking, um, I brought uh, fireball minis and was tossing them to other people um, <laughs> along the ride. And because I don't have saddlebags, so I couldn't carry them the whole ride. They were making a lot of noise. So I was no, just. Well, yeah. Where do you <laughs> clink, plastic clink, clink, liquor clink. bottles go? You put them in your bra, in your sports bra, right? Oh, yeah. you're welcome. See, I got to ride with you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so we rode first. It was a lovely ride. I think they said we did about eight miles and lots of it waterfront all along like little beaches and I got to see a lot of the campground areas because this is the place they do like adult only camping in the summer. So it's all about, they're all about the fun and um, a really great group of people, but the ride came first. And then once we got back, there was like picnic tables with all these coolers of wine and then a couple of really awesome vet techs there uh, washing winkies. That is awesome. Okay. Did is it like geldings only or did mares go and did mares get the I like mean, teeth scratched yeah. or something? You could choose your own adventure, right? So you could do <laughs> just the ride, you could do the ride and the wine, or you could do all three. And I my horse is known for having a, a nasty weenie. So I was like, <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> I'll pay the extra for the winky wash. Heck um, yeah. 
yeah, the vet tech was pretty impressed with how much stuff he had stored in there. Um, <laughs> but, and I, I have to thank you, Jamie, because I had the stupid song running through my head all day. <laughs> Why did I not have that queued up today? Because I didn't How's want Jamie to hanging? quit. She, she's so much cleaner. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all day long. Not so, even charging um, you for rent. That in your head. <laughs> Melanie, For last real. time I played it, she really did threaten to quit. I, I thought she was never coming back. Oh, no, no, it's wonderful. It's, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a celebration. It's a celebration of she's cleaning beautiful beautification. Okay. What was that again? Can you sing that again, Melanie? Because I don't have a cute up. Uh, so. <laughs> How's it hanging? So much cleaner. So much cleaner. Aren't you glad I... Wash your, Wash your wiener. <laughs> what a duet. <laughs> I mean, this is the hard-hitting stuff people need on a Monday morning, Glenn. We are available for hire, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, just one just, ticket to the movement, and I'll be there. <laughs> I mean, I'm so glad we don't They're never letting close. you back in Solvang again. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> all right funny. well thank you so much so good experience you would recommend it to, to uh, anybody everybody was were there any that girls uh any horses lose their mind what happened uh one horse uh and rider had a little situation in the beginning but the the guides handled it perfectly well and professionally and they ended up ponying that horse back and the rider actually she was wanting to give some fireball too she was like i'm just gonna walk with you guys and so she finished the ride on foot and i was like good for you because i would be back at the car drinking um <laughs> dedication so, yeah yeah so and i met like some new friends we made you know some contacts on facebook and texting and stuff and it was just a great group of people if anyone's in the area I highly recommend well, checking them we, out we did have some listeners asking about the camps because they were interested in that would that be something you would recommend there i think so yeah i mean the, there are no hookups so it's all tent camping um but it's waterfront i mean it's just gorgeous and the facilities are beautiful there were cross-country jumps everywhere that i was just dying to try out but i didn't want to you know have other horses be like why are they getting to have all the fun um so you know i definitely will be returning there to do some cross-country schooling and trail riding i mean it's just a wonderful farm and everyone was super nice it was just super low-key and very very fun oh how cool we all would need one of those in our neighborhood Sounds yeah fun. So I would say that uh, she did say they have adult camps all summer long. So if you're interested in that, it sounds like a cool place. Yeah. And, and I actually asked because some of the auditors in the auditor page were asking, would they do a private one? Because I know their camps are sold out for this year and they will. Yes. Oh, for, can do, get a whole bunch of auditors together and do it? Yes. Oh, yeah. You can do just a private weekend or whatever there. And they've got horses available. They've got a bunch of gypsy vanners. Um, super cute and um, just a really nice facility. They, uh, uh, We have a lot of listeners, as you know, and auditors in that area, too. You could make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I'm going to get on the auditor page and, and try to try to get a HRN uh, camp weekend going. Well, I am so proud of you for, for venturing out to do this for us, So just so you could give us a report on the show today. And I'm even more excited that I know about the police story, because I, for some reason, I never got that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll repost the picture in the auditor room as well. <laughs> All right, yeah, we, 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 we would love that. Thanks a bunch, Melanie. Appreciate Thank it. you, guys. Right, Have bye -bye. a great day. All right, bye.
Yeah, it's good she's not my neighbor. We'd never get anything done. <laughs> I did not know that story. How did I not know that story? I don't, I don't know why I got left out of that one. <laughs> we don't tell you everything. <laughs> no, apparently what happens at the movement stays at the movement. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Solvang, such a wild town, you know? It is. I mean, this is like, the most exciting <laughs> thing that happened to this. Ba- like she called him a baby cop. His whole time, he's like, I had to take two ladies home. I got yeah. to do something. <laughs> Somebody was in my car for a change. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, our next guest is coming up. She is returning. She was here a couple of weeks ago to talk about all her adventures in Mongolia and riding yaks and reindeer and all of that stuff. She is a badass, and she's back because we saw something else that she does. She does a thing called Born to Run Adventure Racing down in New Zealand, and we wanted to talk to her about that. We have so many listeners in Australia and New Zealand. I feel like we don't give you guys enough love. So you got a mini. You have legs. You can participate in this. Well, hi, Chloe. Thanks for joining us again. Hey, it's great to be back. Now, I didn't realize. Where are you at now? I am in New Zealand now. It's got to be like two in the morning. It is. Well, it's three in the morning. So early enough, people aren't even riding racehorses Why the hell are you up talking to us? Uh, I mean, like, you guys are great, so why not? She's an adventurist, Glenn. Yeah, she hasn't gone to bed yet. She's still up. Yeah, she's been partying all night. (laughs) Well, thank you for staying up to do this. I really didn't, I don't think we realized that you were down there right now. Last (laughs) time we talked to you, you were in the United States. Um, Yeah, that's right. Just a few weeks ago. Well, we wanted to have you back on to talk about uh, Born to Run Adventure Racing, because it's something that we've never heard about before. And first of all, what is it? What do you guys do? Well, so so I'm just a horse lover through and through. And um, when COVID hit, obviously, I couldn't do trips to Mongolia anymore. Um, I wasn't eventing. Everything was on lockdown. Um, so I had this great idea that we should bring some of the kind of expedition and racing and horse, I guess, activities back to New Zealand in a format that everyone could do, not just horse people. And then over the last, well, basically my entire equestrian career, people have always tried to give me one sort of horse. And I have always said no, because there was absolutely no use for them. And I thought maybe this was a good time to like combine a few things. So we came up with Born to Run Adventure Racing, which is miniature horse racing, where you run or walk beside a miniature horse. Um, and <laughs> what I could go wrong we with gonna, that? <laughs> what could go wrong, right? What could go wrong? And so we thought we'd do the biggest miniature horse race in the world. Like if you're going to do stuff, you just can't do it by halves, I feel. So we set up to do a 100-kilometer, four-day miniature horse race, um, and we use all rescue minis, basically. So, yeah, all the minis we use came to us um, through different pathways, but, yeah, that's how it all came about. I have so out. much to bring up here. One is you probably have the least fat minis in the world because they're actually getting some exercise. That's number that, one. Or you just take – <laughs> like, it's like, on your mark, it's like, go, and then you drag this mini for all those kilometers. <laughs> Yeah, we we have probably the fittest minis in the world. There's no doubt about that. I actually put them on the same program, the same fitness program that I'd put like my four-star eventers on. So they look like when they come to the 100K race, they look like miniature four-star eventers. (laughs) 
So, so you know, we talk about, we've had them on a couple times, the people who have done yeah. the donkey racing in Colorado. Yeah, 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 so that was a bit of the inspiration as well, yeah. Yeah, so which would be worse, a donkey or a mini? Because we've talked about some mighty naughty minis over the years. Yeah, show. I would say, I would say, in all honesty, the donkeys will be a lot worse. Like, our minis, they just love to do their job. Like, they love it. They just turn into little workhorses. And, yeah, they they just become these, like, well-behaved, joyful creatures to be around with a job to do. And and when we, like, pull the truck up to go, to go on an adventure or pull the horse float up, they all, like, run to the gate. And we have to choose which one's want to stay behind and the ones that stay behind look so sad like they're all trying to push their way onto the truck to go with us <laughs> well you know i think we've talked about this on the show a hundred times too every horse likes to have a job they like to do things you know my hackney yeah. pony is an adventure pony he loves to do things uh so so this is great i think it's great that you found as you said they were a horse that you thought, ah, there's no use for this this horse. Why should I have it in my field, right? Except to look pretty and yeah. babysit somebody. Uh, here And here they have a purpose. Is this only in New Zealand or is it happening elsewhere? Oh, so at the moment, it's only in New Zealand. Um, we have our big race next month. Um, but I think we've had so many inquiries from all, all over the world. So we're looking at bringing up some new locations in the future. Um, and would love to have like a little worldwide series at some point. We do do a virtual online race that, that is worldwide, and that was so cool because we had yeah entries from everywhere. But um, fingers crossed, like watch this space in the next few years, and we might bring up some new locations. <laughs> so is it mostly horse people that do it, that have minis, or do you have non-horse people no. that have acquired minis? <laughs> okay, so so we started, and we kind of thought, oh, yeah, like we'll have a few minis. This will give them a purpose. And we, we basically opened the floodgates. Like we have um, 30 minis now that all came to us as various different ways. As, and part of the idea was that it didn't have to be horse people, that literally it was a way that we could give a job to all these minis we were acquiring. Um, you can bring your own mini as well. But, yeah, so we get we get um, ultra runners, we get iron men and women, we get triathletes. We get weekend joggers. We get families who have never done anything like this. We get people who have never done anything like this. And then we get horse lovers as well who just want to come out um, for, you know, a fun experience with a little horse. And and so, yeah, like we wanted to make it super inclusive, like open up the gates. The more people who can get involved with horses, um, the better, you know, if, if people are involved with horses and they might love them and understand them better. And it also – just made it so we could give more of these horses a little job to do as well. So, yeah, it's definitely a huge uh, range of audience from non-horsey and horsey background. And how many loose minis do we see during a race? (laughs) (laughs) Touch wood. Touch wood. We've seen no loose minis No, really? You've been to events where there's more loose horses. (laughs) I know. Like, honestly, like, I thought the first start line, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I love a little bit of like chaos every now and then. And, you know, I find things like I've been on the start line of the Mongol Derby multiple times. I have seen the carnage. And I kind of thought that the miniature horse race, like I thought there'd be a little bit of chaos at the start lines. Honestly, the minis up their game and turn into little saints when you put them out there. Like they're like, yeah, we love our job. We're going to behave perfectly. As opposed to every other time you encounter minis where they're just raining chaos. I think these are lies. (laughs) 
She's trying to sell this to everybody. You know, I think Jamie and I would love to do this all except for the running part. Is there any way we could do it without us doing any of the running part? If we get pony yes. on a golf cart. Yeah, we great. can do yeah, can we take the can we use a golf cart or like a, a electric I mean, bike I'm not or something? Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about the golf cart. I mean, we definitely get lots of walkers. We definitely get people who come and walk it. Um, well, I could probably walk it. Had people, yeah, see, the walking's fine. And and because the ponies are having so much fun, it's it's like addictive. Like, you couldn't get me to walk 100Ks or run 100Ks, but add a horse into the mix. And I'm like, yes, I'm there. I'll do this. Well, in New Zealand, I mean, you have some of the most beautiful scenery. What kind of scenery are you going through for this 100K? Oh, okay. So we do it in a really special spot. It's actually one of my most favorite places in the world. So our 100K race, which is called the Great Northern Gallop, we do it on 90 Mile Beach, which is actually not 90 miles long. It's 60 miles long. So we do it along the beach. There's a forest that goes along the beach. So it's along the beach through the forest, kind of through farm and um, hill country. And it's also where we have a lot of wild horses. Um so it's a really, really beautiful location. I mean, who doesn't want to take their horse isn't, on the beach, isn't, really? Isn't that the start of the trail that goes all the way through New Zealand down to the bottom, whose name I can't say? Yeah, the TA trail, the TA yes, trail. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, starts up there. That's right, yep. Because I saw a video on uh, people who did the trail, and they started on that beach. So think about this. It's a race that you do 60 miles of it on the beach. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we weave it in and out. So you never do 60 miles straight, but yeah, you weave in and out of the forest um, and on the beach. And actually, one of the guys who entered did the TA trail. He set the record for running the length of that trail you just mentioned, and he'd never done anything horsey and came to one of our races. And yeah. That trail, Jamie, goes from the top of New Zealand all the way to the bottom of the South Island. Yeah. I mean, it's wow. it's thousands of miles. It's long uh, through the mountains. All those all those things you've seen in the movies, all those scenes you've seen, that hikes through all of that. <laughs> so, That's awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. Well, this is great. I, I, we love on this show when we see things that are new and different and that people also trying to get non-horse people included in horsey things. And here we get horses that normally just stand around and get fatter and fatter till their legs are two inches long um, doing something. <laughs> so, and now you have a herd of 30 minis, which is something. <laughs> yeah, like... I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I never saw myself <laughs> as a miniature horse owner, but here we are. <laughs> Well, uh, this is so fun. Thank you for joining us again. I feel like you're going to be coming back because you do so many different things. Uh, <laughs> but we do appreciate you staying up this late. And is, where can people find out about it? Or if they want to get a hold of you about doing something like that here, where do they come? Uh, yeah. What do they do? Absolutely. So it's Born to Run Adventure Racing. Um, and you can find that on all social media um, or you can go born to run adventureracing.org to find our website and our contact forms and our internal forms very good well thanks Chloe appreciate it now you can go to bed okay <laughs> great talk to you guys all see right. you later Bye-bye. thanks bye I feel like my pony scooter would love this he loves to hand walk go out on adventures when I'm hand walking him he would love this all except for the running part I could walk it Maybe yeah, but you'd have to find somebody to walk him because you ain't going to make it that far. <laughs> Not 100 kilometers, no. So I think that this would be something that sounds like it would be sponsored by Horses in the Morning. If we were ever going to sponsor a race or an event, it would be walking and running with minis. I think All that right, would well, be right up our alley. <laughs> call her up and hit, give her some money. 
<laughs> As I said, if you want serious news, you don't come to Horses in the Morning. That was hard hitting. <laughs> she stayed up till three o'clock to talk to us. Thanks, Chloe. We appreciate it. She's a lot of fun. The PhD equine nutritionists at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science, and their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right. They are dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses to live their best life. Put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. Well, this is the time where our listeners get to vent. They get to share the problems that they're having to live with um, and their sad lives of having horses and having problems. Because if you have an equestrian problem, it is a first world problem. That's just the way that we live. Um, now, I put up a post, or Glenda's in the auditor room Sunday night, Monday morning, and we ask for you to share what you're going through. And to do that, you need to be an auditor. So please, Glenn, will you share with us how you can become one of those? It's very simple. Go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the auditor banner. We use Patreon as our way for you to become a member of the auditor group. And it's so simple to do. And it's for as little as $3 a month. You too can play along and, and uh, find all the cool things we do in there. Next week, we're going to, or I think it's next week, we're going to be doing a, a WTF. That's a special show that we do in the auditor room where we actually have one of our auditors who is a trained therapist who helps us, who helps all of us with our non-horsey problems. You know, the kind of problems that require a therapist. So, the what the fun problems? Yes, that's a fun. Yeah, that's exactly what that means. You're right. So, the, you know, we do special things for the auditors all the time. Yes. Well, um, let's get started here. Before I go into the equestrian versatile problems, I would like to speak to those of you who are trying to get in car accidents. That's right. I noticed the post that Chelsea put up on that Facebook post. <laughs> I saw that too. Okay, listen, people. I said that I drive stick and I'm incapable of doing anything else while I'm driving that stick. I can't look at my phone. I can't text. I can't check a map. I can't eat some food. I can barely drink a drink. I really can't. I, I can when do nothing. You're driving mostly toward town, too. So you're starting and stopping a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of stop signs, a lot. Of, I'm not freeway driving. I'll do that very often. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm incapable of doing anything. And those of you who are like, I eat my breakfast cereal on the way and I drive with my knees and I just, I got like. They're also the ones we're honking at at the stoplight who don't go when it goes green. That's. <laughs> exactly. Emily, I eat my cereal every morning on my way to work in a five speed. You're bragging or lying. One of those. I don't know which. I yeah. kind of believe her, actually. I mean, our yeah. listeners are getting rides from police officers and, you know, so. Yeah, I, I believe and, uh, all of it. <laughs> anyway, all of you who said that you do things, stop it. Or whatever, I suck. Uh, that could be it, too. All right, so let's start with the equestrian first war problems. We're going to start with Leah. And uh, she says, 
It's time to buy my horse a new halter because his red halter like turned pink from the sun and that is definitely not his color. Ew. But I can't decide what color to get. Black with silver overlay, silver with black overlay, navy with silver, silver with navy. Ugh. Go to Quillen.com and get yourself a a nameplate, you know, leather. There you go. And they don't fade. Um, yeah, like it's so hard to decide on colors. And I feel like that's the theme today. But this one, uh, I just feel on a personal level. Uh, Jillian says, my horses all got vaccinated, shod, and their Coggins test done for the year this weekend. But I had to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, Kayla says, uh, there is a mare listed at our local canter chapter that I really, really like. But I already have two horses and I only have two stalls. Wait a minute. Tell, uh, tell, tell her this thing. The rule for horse women, especially when you're married to them, is that if there's two stalls, there's four horses. You never have the same number of horses as stalls. It's a thing. It is a pain. Let me be honest. I, I would love to have a stall for every horse, but that's, you know, I just bought sheds and put them on the fields. So I'm like, you'll be fine. You have a shed. <laughs> or neighbors' barns or whatever, you know. Just get a shed. Yeah, throw it out there. Then it makes up for it. All right. Flossie says, I had a chiropractor come for the first time for one of my horses yesterday to help her live her best life. Except she had like this weird reflex reaction with getting her hip adjusted and accidentally kung fu kicked me because I was just barely in the wrong place at the wrong time. But the good news is she successfully transferred her pain from her body to mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to look at it. <laughs> I mean, way to take one for the horse. I'm so proud of you. Um, Lisa says, I set a 50-kilometer goal for the number of kilometers on the new Equilab monthly challenge. But I finished on March 8th, like days early. And now I have to wait till next month for more motivation. <laughs> I, I, I know that feeling, though, because I kind of have to have a goal to, to work out and to do You're things. You're being creepy. Sorry. My dad is, like, in the other room staring at me while I'm doing this, <laughs> and it's making me uncomfortable. Either come sit down or go away. <laughs> like, he's, like, 25 feet away, like, in another room, just, like, peering out at me, and it's giving me the heebies. Have a seat. <laughs> he's leaving isn't he? <laughs> no he's sitting down because okay. it's just better that way I don't know I just I'm like I can see him out of the corner of my eye and I'm like is he okay like does he need something okay sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you Glenn I just had to I couldn't take it I was anymore. just saying I need motivation to work out too to get you know in shape or I need a goal I need something in the horizon that I actually have to move for yeah yeah, like a mini taking you on a yeah, like scooter taking trail. me on a hundred kilometer run. I I got to look at that. <laughs> Gwen says I took my new horse to a show this weekend as a non compete horse, and he was literally so much better and happier and calmer and easier to manage at the show than he is at home. So I think maybe we just need to show constantly in order to make progress. But I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> I know she was having trouble with her horse, so I'm, I'm glad to see something positive come out of that. 
Julie says, I signed up for an obstacle clinic for next weekend, but my horse is still recovering from an eye ulcer. This is the worst. So I have to take my husband's horse instead. Um, but he's a barrel horse, so wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be around in no time. <laughs> 12 seconds flat. <laughs> she got the best score in the whole thing. Uh, now, Katie, all the obstacles yeah. were destroyed, but, you know... <laughs> We don't care. Exactly. Yeah. But but she turned and burned around him pretty good. <laughs> Katie says, I had a hair appointment scheduled for Saturday and without realizing it during Road to the Horse Weekend. And I missed watching round two. And for some reason, Polina didn't have that round on demand the whole weekend. <laughs> well, sorry. Spoiler alert. We told you one. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Carrie says that my paddock cleaner helper is not helpful. And there's a photo of a um, wheelbarrow upturned with a very guilty looking horse staring oh, back at God, the camera. Scooter <laughs> does that all the time. Really? Oh yeah, you can't you can't let it there. <laughs> just... um, Matt says this will make Glenn proud, but at the same time, it's like extra whiny. My Beth, his his significant other, is getting a brand new Ford Explorer. So now we can't throw hay and other dirty farm stuff in the new one. So now I have to buy a cheap farm truck to use until I finish doing the whole new fuel system in my current farm truck. Oh, all right. God. Let's do a wager. I predict. Let's see what you predict. I predict two weeks before she has a hay bale in that new truck. Well, it's not new after two weeks, Glenn. <laughs> I agree. Do you think two or four weeks or maybe a month? We give her two, three months before she throws the first hay in it. You know what? It's as soon as that new car smell gets out of it. And so it just depends on how you use it. Because everybody also says, I'm not going to eat in my car, right? Or, you know, and then, you know, their kids get in, you're not allowed to drink in it. And then in two weeks, you know, there's cereal spill all over the seat because you're driving while shifting. I just read a study, study show, that your car, the inside of your car is like the inside of your mind. Huh? <laughs> Think about I've seen that? a lot of messy cars. <laughs> I was like, my mind is trashy. <laughs> like, I really need to declutter my mind. I mean, seriously. Uh, okay, next one. Yeah, think about that though. Mind blowing. The inside of your car is like the inside of your mind. Is it like empty and clean, or is it like mine is full? Like I have a lot of stuff going on upstairs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Colleen says my. For some reason, that, that just so fits your personality. Mine's not like half and half, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, there you go. Mine's not uh, totally trash, but there's stuff in it. You know what I do is if I I did buy a little trash can for like the back of my car because when I put the top down, I don't want trash blowing out. But typically what I do is if I finish a bottle of water or something or I've got like something in my hand, I can't drive with something in my hand because I'm driving <laughs> stick. So what do I do? I just chuck it in the back seat. So what does that say about my brain? I just push everything in the back. Yeah, just I just suppress it, it. Throw it out. Throw it in the back. <laughs> yeah. Toss it in the back. Don't worry about it. I get it later. <laughs> Uh, Kim, two more. Kimberly says, I went to a working equitation show a week ago, and I'm not sure how I feel about my color combination. So I asked a few questions on the Facebook page, and I got lots of great suggestions from other auditors on color. But here's my question. First world problem. I can't afford all the suggestions. <laughs> Kimberly, you're thinking too much. Just, I mean, just, just, you know, just do it. The cards are <laughs> too for. much thinking going on out there. <clears throat> And this one is my favorite for the day, Colleen. This is a very sad problem. 
My horse's favorite donuts are powdered sugar and jelly filled, but like <laughs> mine too. <laughs> Duncan didn't have any today, so I tried to give him a vanilla cream instead, but he hated the hidden frosting. And I'm not sure if this is a first world problem for me or for my horse. We're both deeply upset. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You poor people having to live through all this drama. Yeah, this is tough. I mean, they're having a tough Monday, all of them. You know what? We're just here to brighten your Monday. So you vented. You can let it go. Speaking the of back venting, um, you know how Jamie throws those things in the back she was talking about and then just lets them there to simmer? Well, she's been doing that during this entire episode so far. And I have the feeling that it's going to come out of the back seat into the front seat in the post show. I, 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 it's, it, it's not in the back seat yet, Glenn, because it's right in my face. And that's parenting with a child who has a project due. And, and we're going to learn about, about that. Oh, my dad's here. Show. I might say potty words, Dad. You may want to leave. <laughs> I think your dad said a few potty words over his lifetime. By the way, we did get some people who said they weren't totally offended about him completely trashing California on Friday. Oh my God. Oh, so my God. God bless him. I, apparently, they forgave him because he's this charming guy with this uh, Southern accent. But I think that's the only reason they forgave him for completely trashing California. I it just, I, I sometimes the words that come out of people's mouths, you're just like, what? Did you just say that? <laughs> I, I could just, I could picture you standing behind him when he said it. I could just picture you wincing. I'm like, <laughs> I, I go just... to California like eight times a I year. <laughs> okay. Like some of my favorite people are there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for today. We'll be back again on Wednesday with another episode tomorrow. What are we doing tomorrow? I don't know. I, I think tomorrow might be dark. You're I, supposed to know this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's probably fifth, dark because fifth, there's. Uh, is yeah. it the fifth Tuesday or something like that? So yes. we're we're going to be dark tomorrow, and then uh, we'll be back on Wednesday and Friday, and we have all kinds of shows planned for you. And that's today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. you. Can find all the past episodes at horsesinthemorning.com. Bay neuter geld. Everybody have a good one. <laughs>